Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey Awesomes, welcome back to Sorta Awesome and welcome back to the Extra Awesome series. Today, I'm going to do something I don't do often here on Sorta Awesome, I'm going solo. Now, you all know me, I'm often much more comfortable with a friend to share conversation with here on the show. In fact, you know we are all about friendship, community, and conversation here at Sorta Awesome. But I've had this idea bubbling up for a few weeks now, and it reminds me that when we first started Sorta Awesome back in 2015, we really emphasized that we want our awesome community to recognize all the ways that we are smart, strong, and social. Well, recently I had a great conversation with my 13-year-old daughter. She had asked me what exactly I used to do all summer long without screens, without shows to stream on Netflix or TikToks to watch or even friends to text. I think she was having a hard time wrapping her mind around the absolutely primitive conditions that her mother grew up in back in the 1980s and 1990s. It was also last century. So I told her the truth that I spent most of my summers reading I also spent most of my school year reading. I basically always had a book in hand, often to the point of getting in trouble for trying to hold a book in my lap and read through family dinner. As I shared these stories of long hours filled with reading as a girl and teenager, I found myself telling her that my relationship with my parents wasn't as open and communicative as the one we have with her. My parents and I didn't really talk about issues. We didn't ask each other questions about why we believe what we believe. In fact, most of my discovery of the world around me, everything from my body and friendships and even things like world politics, later sex and dating, almost all of it, I learned from books. Well, she and I went on to have a great conversation about that, but it really got me thinking about the books that have most impacted my understanding of myself As an adult woman, I still discover so much about myself through the words and writings of others. So I put together my list of five books I think every woman should read. And honestly, this took so much longer than I thought it would. There are so many incredible books in this world, and I have learned so much from all of them. But finally, after lots of reflection and revising, I have my list of five. 
I also asked some of our awesomes, what would be the one book they think every woman should read would be? And I'll share some of their responses after I give you my list. And of course, you know, I'm going to want to hear what you would put on this list too. So let's dig in. Now, these are mostly not going to be in any particular order of importance, except for this very first one. If there was one book I could put into the hands of every woman, it would be Dr. Emily Nagoski's Come As You Are, The Surprising New Science That Will Transform Your Sex Life. Now, if you are a longtime listener to Sorta Awesome, this is not going to surprise you at all because I first talked about this book on Sorta Awesome in 2016. And since then, many women in our community have shared how absolutely life-changing this book has been for them. I have to be the first to say it changed my life too. Now, this book is not for everyone. I will say if you are generally happy and satisfied with your sex life, or if you're looking for ways to spice up an already happy sex life, this book is not that. It's also not for people who have a hard time kind of like processing information outside of their morality framework. Dr. Nagoski is extremely open and inclusive in the advice that she gives and the examples that she shares. So if that bothers or upsets you, you should probably skip this one. However, if you are a woman who has suspected that there is more to understanding how your sexuality and your sex life fit in holistically to your overall quality of life, you really must read this book. Dr. Nagoski unlocks information about our brains, our emotions, our anatomies that will truly transform your understanding of the hows and the whys of sex. She's completely non-judgmental and encourages a gentle, compassionate view of yourself and your history with sex and is also encouraging of what is possible for your sex life. Many awesomes were absolutely floored by the chapter in this book on the stress cycle and how stress and sex are so deeply linked. And so many of Dr. Nagoski's readers responded so strongly to that chapter too, that she co-wrote a follow-up book with her sister Amelia called Burnout, which we have also discussed at length on Sorta Awesome, in which I also highly recommend. Now, number two on the list that I have of five stays in that same category of having a deeper, richer, more empowered view of how our bodies work. And it's the pivotally important classic, Taking Charge of Your Fertility by Tony Weschler. Now, I first read this book over 16 years ago. This is not a new release. I read it when my oldest daughter, Daisy, was just a few months old. I had taken the birth control pill for about six years before we started our family. I assumed I would just go back on the pill after that. It was our chosen method of family planning. Well, I soon discovered that in my postpartum state, the prescription I was given made my hormones go haywire and I felt like I was actually, and I'm not kidding about this, I thought I was losing my mind. So I started researching non-birth control methods of family planning and I found this book. Within a few pages, I was blown away that I was approaching 30 years old. I had just had my first baby and so much of what I was reading in those pages was all brand new information to me. Years later, I was reminded of how shocked I was by my own ignorance of my body and how, like, how fertility works when I was watching an episode in season two of Orange is the New Black. And some of the women characters on the show discovered that they were all a little foggy on where exactly, like where our pee comes out and where the vagina is and other things that every human, not just women, but every human should know. Well, I truly believe that taking charge of your fertility 
should be required reading for all women, regardless of your sexual orientation or your marital status or whether or not you got an A in high school biology. I feel strongly we are doing such a disservice to young women by not educating them on how fertility works. Toni Weschler felt so strongly about that that she wrote an adaptation of this book for young women called Cycle Savvy, The Smart Teen's Guide to the Mysteries of Her Body, where she condenses down taking charge of your fertility into the most pertinent information for younger women. And I also highly recommend that one. Now, rounding out the top three is the only fiction book on my list, and that is The Red Tint by Anita Diamond. This is a book I read years ago, and more than anything... It fundamentally changed my view on women and community, friendship and competition, support and suffering, and all of the many ways that our lives as women intertwine with each other. So the red tint, again, it's fiction. It's told in the voice of Dinah the daughter of Jacob, one of the Old Testament patriarchs. And the red tent was the place where women in that culture would gather during their menstrual cycles or for birthing or when they were just sick. And though it is clearly a work of historical fiction, or I mean, I guess you could even say like ancient fiction, uh, this book imagines for women what so many of us crave. It's like a coming together with other women to support and be supported in our most vulnerable moments. It is at its core a celebration of what it is to be a woman and reminds us of how interconnected this sisterhood is that we are all a part of. It's a sisterhood that reaches across the spans of time and culture. So this book, The Red Tent, I truly believe it is a modern classic for a reason. All right, the fourth book on my list is the only one written by a man, and it's called The Gift of Fear, Survival Skills That Protect Us from Violence, and it's written by Gavin DeBecker. Now, I admit, the title of this book sounds a little scary. I mean, who wants to read about being afraid, and how would that even be a gift? But the heart of this book is to encourage people all people, not just women, but especially women, to listen to their intuition. As women, we have been formed in our culture's kind of like insistence on being polite. And also, sadly, many, many of us have learned over time to tune out our own inner voice. So DeBecker's whole career was focused on predicting violent behavior in humans. And what he shares in The Gift of Fear is not meant to make us like jumpy at every strange sound that we hear. Instead, he really encourages people to understand that those times when we feel like something just feels off or someone feels unsafe, those feelings are a gift. I was thinking about this book again so much as I was listening to the updates to Your Own Backyard, the podcast that covers the Kristen Smart case, how many women were saying things about this person who is an accused predator and how you get that creepy crawly feeling. You want to be polite. You don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And then you can find yourself in a very dangerous situation. And 
the heart of De Becker's writing here is to help us all to find the power that exists in reconnecting to our inner intuition as a means of avoiding violent people and bad situations. Well, here we are at the last book on my list of five that I think that every woman should read. Boy, was this hard to choose. I deliberated so hard on what to put as the fifth book on my list of five, but I'm going to go with Brene Brown's Daring Greatly, How the Courage to be Vulnerable Transforms the Way We Live, Love, Parent, and Lead. Brene Brown is a well-known researcher. She's an author, podcaster, a speaker. She has written more than a few books that many people, particularly women, have found to be life-changing. So I went with Daring Greatly for my list of five because I think most every woman can relate to so much of what she covers in this book. If you have discovered that over time you have protected yourself from being vulnerable with others or even from being vulnerable with yourself because you're terrified of failing or you're terrified to explore your imperfections or you're just deep down convinced that you can never ever be enough, that you will never measure up, I think that you'll find Daring Greatly to be both a comfort and an encouragement to shift your thinking about what happens when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable. Ultimately, I actually put this on my list of five because I think that one of the most valuable chapters in this book is actually near the end when she addresses how parents can create a culture that emphasizes worthiness and avoids shame. And so within our families, this new culture that really emphasizes worthiness and how deeply loved we are, that can make a huge impact on the generations to come. And truly, that's the beauty and joy and promise of books in general, right? That we would receive the wisdom we glean from them not only for ourselves, but also for the benefit of those around us. Okay, so those were my five picks. Again, it was so hard to pick five. I'm sure that even after I hit publish on this episode, I'm going to be thinking, oh no, I should have switched out this one for that one. But those were my five. So I reached out to some of our awesome. Now, these are awesomes who are superstars. That's what we call our Patreon supporters. I wanted to ask them this question. And I actually texted this to them because that's one of our newest perks of being a superstar is texting with me. I get to text with them. This was by far one of the most responded to questions I have asked in a long time. You guys know when it comes to books, people have big feelings and big opinions. So more than a few awesomes I asked suggested Kendra Adachi's The Lazy Genius Way. Now, I read this book last year when it came out. I was thrilled to have Kendra on Sorta Awesome to talk about her book. It is definitely a must read. Kendra's mindset practice of focusing on the things that really, really matter to you and being really great at those and allowing yourself to be a little lazy about the things that you don't care about as much. It's so brilliant. Her tone is so inviting and fun and non-judgmental. As one of our superstars, Angie, said, Her principles are adaptable to all stages of life, whether you're single or married, if you have kids or if you're child-free, it's great for everyone. And I totally agree with Angie on that. Speaking of non-judgmental, Laura Tremaine's Share Your Stuff is a favorite amongst the superstars too. 
Laura is, of course, one of my oldest and dearest friends. She's an alumna of Sorta Awesome. Her tone in this book, the one that she just released this year, is so open. It is so free of judgment. It is so encouraging for people to dig into the stories of their lives. It's just really impossible for me to overstate how great this book is. I have been cheering it on from the time it was just an idea until it was fully out in the world. This book will teach you about friendship, about sharing your story, your soul with the people around you, the people that you trust and love, and also helps you to learn how to become a better listener to the stories of others that they confide in us. It really is such a must read. Okay. Here are some more specific recommendations from our superstar awesomes. Willow recommends Brian Stevenson's Just Mercy. She says it should be required reading for all humans. So in his book, Stevenson explores the criminal justice system in the United States and how unfairness, inequity, and racial bias have deeply impacted our understanding of justice. It also provides a clear call of action for all of us. So many people, I think, would put this on their list of must-read books for all people. Sarah said that The Crosswicks Journals by Madeline Lingle would be the one book she would recommend for all women to read. She said, these gems help me appreciate the beauty in aging and in each stage of life. I frequently read only a few pages and walk away with a new perspective or a bit of wisdom to hold on to. Love that. Love Madeline Lingle and all of her writing. So Kate said, Parker Palmer's Let Your Life Speak is back on my desk to flip through. I feel like I keep coming back to the idea of trying to let the life I want to live come out rather than push on myself what I think I should do or what the world wants me to do. Now, I haven't read that one, but it sounds fantastic. If you want more books, more reading, that explores the lives of women and our bodies specifically. Awesome Melanie recommends The Vagina Bible and The Menopause Manifesto by Dr. Jen Gunter. And then Awesome Carolyn, who has been on Sword of Awesome before back in 2019 to talk about her life when she and her family lived in Afghanistan, said, I'm a big believer in reading for a different perspective, especially fiction. So she said, I would recommend 1,000 Splendid Sons for an Afghan woman's perspective and the Bad Muslim Discount for the Immigrant and Refugee Muslim Experience. Both of those sound absolutely fascinating. So these are some of the ideas from our community of awesome superstars that I wanted to share with you in addition to my suggestions of five books that every woman should read. I'll put links to all of these books in the show notes, but what about you? If you could pick one or two or, okay, five books to put into the hands of women everywhere, what would be on your list? Come and find us in one of our communities to share your list with us. I cannot wait to hear it. You can find us on Instagram at Sorta Awesome Show or over on Facebook in our Sorta Awesome Hangout. Thanks so much for listening. Happy reading, and we'll see y'all next time. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. 
Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.